everyone, welcome to 27 Retails Podcast. I'm Vincent Panels. In today's episode, my guest is Mathieu France, founding and managing partner of Mediafield. Together, we discuss openly about a few of the trends animating outdoor advertising today. Mathieu also shares with us his advices and explains what your main purpose should be when planning an outdoor campaign. It was great to record with him, as one can hear how passionate he is about his field, but I will let you discover it by yourself, as here's our chat. Hello, Mathieu, and welcome to the show. Hello, Vincent. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, a little bit of COVID for the moment, but uh, it's going to pass very quickly. <laughs> um, only a few days of quarantine left, but uh, then I will be able to go outdoor and admire some of your outdoor uh, realizations i expect uh, and that is actually the uh, topic today it's outdoor advertising um, let's start yes. with a question about the current market situation and and, and see a bit uh, like in general what's going on uh, yes. when when you approach the market and what what are the main concerns and objectives that you see brands have today when it comes to outdoor advertising Well, uh, regarding the market, I think that uh, the conditions are uh, quite good right now. Uh, surprisingly, we have a, a, an advertising market in general where um, TV is sold out. So it's even doing the headlines in the news that TV is sold out. And when TV is sold out, there are not 100 million uh, uh, other media to reach the masses and everybody. So Out of Home is one of the media that helps to reach the masses and everybody. So um, I, I know uh, through the market that some of the formats, for example, the, pan the big panoramic 34 square meter or 35 square meter by the big uh, sales house like JT, the Co and Clear Channel are sold out for some periods end of February, for example, which is a, a sign that the market's doing really well um, from an out of home point of view. Um, there are challenges um, because of course there are less people on the road, more people working at home. So the amount of people that see uh, the out-of-home advertising is a little bit down, but it's not down that much. I, I think uh, sometimes it's up, sometimes it's down. I think globally it, it hasn't um, lost so much share of views, um, but the, the out-of-home advertising still makes it possible to reach uh, the masses. Um, of course, uh, in the market, um, there are different trends that we see. Uh, we see that um, there's a growing digitalization. There are more and more lead billboards uh, in the street. In Belgium, it's mainly the small formats like the two square meters and a little bit also the eight square meters where we see digitalization. But uh, in the UK, it's much more bigger formats. Yeah. Um, we don't see that this much in Belgium. I don't know how it is in France. It would be interesting, but we see more and more digital panels. And, and it, in fact, it does answer um, the needs of some of the advertisers um, because, for example, some uh, campaigns need to, need to roll out very, very fast. We see, we see decisions that are taken at the last moment more and more. So um, as I know that you have a retail uh, uh, audience and and that it, it's very uh, uh particular to have uh, the chance to have a um a little bit of time on your podcast uh, for for retail uh we see 
almost uh, all the channels going digital uh, more and more. It's like the, the channel where the digitalization was most uh, acute, most uh, pushed. And it, it's, it's logic. If you have a campaign only for a launch of a, a new product in a Carrefour, you need it to be at a certain day your promotion is Obviously, active yeah. and at a cer certain day your promotion is done. So you don't have the time to roll out with paper. It's much better when it's digital. Also, you can, you can match this digital advertising with some of the data from the retailers. So really, uh, um, in Belgium, uh, it, it's more and more digital in retail. Um, in the street, like for the bus stops, also there's more and more digital, but it will take and it will probably always remain for very big formats. It will take a, a lot of time in Belgium to go digital. And in fact, it, it's very difficult to have authorizations in the city to do more billboarding. So now the, there's a tendency to do for the cities to do less billboarding, less out-of-home advertising than in the past. It's more and more difficult to get the OKs from the city to do uh, something. Um, and, and that's a tendency mm -hmm. too. All right, and and actually, you will you you did mention a lot of digital. One of the things that I see a lot on on digital trade shows or or creative uh, uh, advertising is that I saw that there was also augmented reality and uh, VR sometimes used uh, on those kind of uh, uh, outdoor advertising. Would you ever see that coming to our country as well, or do you think the market is not mature enough for that? Well, yes, the, 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 there is um, and there's always been a possibilities for VR and augmented reality. Um, I, I, I'm, I think it's a very interesting question. What interests you in the AR or in the VR? What, what do you think is interesting? Well, I find it interesting because I saw that, that whenever I saw it on different shows, such as uh, Eurosis or uh, Paris Retail Week, uh, or the uh, uh, Mexico, those kind of big shows where you see the advertising world showing what can be done, is that you could see that, for example, with outdoor advertising, someone interacting with an advertisement uh, with AR or with his smartphone uh, could maybe go immediately to the act of purchase, purchasing cinema tickets, purchasing a book, purchasing something and you we also all know the very well known when it comes to retail the very well known example of the uh, store in the metro in uh, seoul so this is why i was wondering whether in belgium is something that it's not mature enough or because it's too costly or is it something that it's not now in the pipeline or that we still have to wait a little bit yeah uh, yeah, it's, thank you very much for, for explaining uh, why, why you were asking that question. And in, in fact, I, I, I'll give, a, I'll give a, a, an answer that, that's pretty clear, actually, even for retail or, or in the real world. Right now, and I'm talking for right now, I'm not talking about the future. This may change a lot, but right now... Um, there is insufficient interactivity between the out-of-home advertising and the consumer. Um, 
I think uh, there's work to do on this for the out-of-home advertising industry. There's really work to do on this. But on the other hand, we, we, sh we shall look at the situation like it is right now. And yeah. right now, I, I think that advertisers um, many times are expecting too much from out-of-home advertising. I mean, it's, it's still an advertising that brings your brand to the consumer. It creates a brand image for your consumer. It, cre it creates uh, a credibility for your brand. But it's, it's not a, a digital advertising like a banner on internet. And, and I think that many uh, big sales houses have, have in fact accepted to start uh, to think in the same way as the Googles and the Facebook selling cost per 1,000 viewers or even cost per results which is really like, like very strange for out of home because I think that the main, uh, um, the main advantage of out of home is being to able to roll out very fast to almost everybody, a brand image, uh, and it's not a lead generation media. So yes, I understand it's, it's nice to see, it's nice to show that you can do AR or VR or, or QR codes to, to sell. But, but many uh, advertisers uh, actually have been spending, and then I'm talking about marketing in general, have been spending during the last years uh, more than 50%, sometimes 60 or 70% of their budget on promotions, on trying to sell a product right now, where the, the wise saying that has been existing the last 20 years was more like, when you spend advertising, usually you spend 60% in branding and you spend about 40% in, in promotion and trying to sell. And, and in fact, many, many brands, many famous brands in Belgium are, are now coming back from this promotion, 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 sell and, and are realizing that they have to, to, to recreate a loving brand, uh, uh, something that inspires people. They do this with, uh, with uh, environmentally friendly actions. They do this with creating meaning for, for their products. They, create, they do this with creating, for some of them, uh, like uh, AG has done this very well, uh, Assurance Générale has done like a branding campaign to recreate their brand. They've, they've done it very successfully. But I, I think brands are coming back to this wide, this wise repartition of, 60% for branding and 40% for promotion. And, and I think that right now, uh, from the technology we have right now, uh, out of home is, is still more, much more, in fact, in the branding aspect, in creating the new product, in informing the, the, the consumer about the avail availability of a new car model or a new tomato soup or a new dessert, informing them, letting them know that the brand is expanding to a new segment or a new product in the retail, but, but not generating sales. I mean, it, it's a nice gimmick, but there, there goes so much money. If you spend 10,000 euro on, on, on doing a VR, on the AR in, in your advertising, I think you should be, be it would be much better to to make two or three simple visuals and to test those visuals on consumers before doing your campaign because out of home still has to be simple and, and readable and, and efficient. So if you spend 10,000 euro, I would still advise digital or non-digital 
to test your two or three visuals on consumers with those 10,000 euro and then roll out your two or three campaigns instead of doing a, a gimmick with VR of AR. I, I, I've seen them. I think it's nice, but I, I'm not so convinced. Yeah, you have 100 or 200 or 500, maybe if you're very successful people that click on it, but those won't make your sales. And out of home is... is, is shouldn't be sold like CPM or, 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 or not cost per click. That, that's crazy. That's just, that's just playing the game of the Googles and the Facebooks. And that's not the, added, the main added value of out of them. I don't think so. That's Basically, my use outdoor advertising for what its core purpose is, and that is branding. That is what your message is. That's loud and clear, actually. Yeah, and, branding and, and, very... and, and informing, informing the clients on, in a one direction, but right now I, I don't see enough out of home advertising interactivity. And in fact, in the media, I don't see enough reasons to be interactive for the moment. There has there there are many possibilities to improve this, but I haven't seen it much. And and that's a, that's not the job of the people that are listening to to the, this podcast. It's more the job of the out of home sales <clears throat> houses like like us to to imagine the future from that point of view but i see too little interactivity right now between the consumer to say that vr or ar is a viable option or a smart option even for a for a campaign i i think it's more about let's keep it simple and do what the media does best reaching the masses and informing the consumers about new products and a branding all right well thank you it's very loud and, and clear view and 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 well explained, uh, my right lad. Um, now let me come to the uh, COVID question that I have to ask, it seems, to every podcast nowadays. Um, <laughs> how, how was this, this COVID crisis for uh, the outdoor advertising industry in Belgium? Was it, was it a big uh, story? And, and maybe then, afterwards, I have a subsequent question, but maybe first start with, how were the first reaction and how did the other advertising out market react? Well, <laughs> it's been quite shaking. Uh, uh, really? it, it, it's been very shaky for the out-of-home advertising because when it started in um, March uh, 2020, uh, it's very simple for, for a like three or four months, I, I think there was no sales in out-of-home advertising. Everybody was was like at home and advertisers were like, no, we're, we're not advertising anymore uh, at all in out-of-home advertising because people are not moving and so they're at home and they will not see the out-of-home advertising. Uh, this is logical. Um, and, and and then there was the question after when start, people started moving again, is, is okay, but how many contacts have we lost? Uh, people are moving less than in the past, or they're they're moving less in front of the billboards uh, in the street than they were in the past. So uh, uh, shouldn't we invest less in out of home? Uh, that has been the question. As I said in the beginning of the podcast, uh, um, thanks to uh, an advertising market that is sold out for TV. We've seen uh, many advertisers come back to out-of-home advertising. Um, and yeah, that, that's, I think out-of-home is, is doing good. Um, I mean, it's doing all right compared to some other media that are still suffering a lot. 
uh like of course the 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 movie theaters have a yeah, big obviously. big problem uh, uh uh and there is some out of home advertising in the media i personally uh from as you know i have two companies media fields doing the uh surprising media solutions and coloring the life of people in the streets of belgium uh, but i have this other company media expo who was selling the billboards around the car show and the construction fair where we haven't had a car show for the last two years so that that company that advertising has totally disappeared for the car brands for the last two years so it's been quite a challenge uh for some of the actors i think it's really segment per segment that we have to look at this um and then in every threat lies an opportunity and 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 that's what we did uh we had no uh revenues from the car show advertising and the car show billboards so we we reinvented the the media field company still selling what we were selling in the past but inventing uh, uh the the new uh, as you know the air purifying murals that's actually um, a question i wanted to ask i, I explain yeah. about the air purifying mural because yeah. you say it's a reinvention but what was the story about that actually yeah well um so five years ago uh um with the family we, we traveled to uh the united states and amongst others we went through new york and we saw that there was a big tendency of Of course, the, 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 the smaller formats of billboarding were going uh, digital uh, uh, with LED uh, or, and TV screens in the street. But we also saw in, in the big cities like Los Angeles and, and New York that uh, big walls were more and more uh, used in an artistic way, like it make, make, making gigantic advertising, like more than than 50 or 100 square meter and using artists to make really a great work of art. But at the same time, it was advertising in a smart way. And, and we really liked that. So we did a first campaign in 2019 for Axe with two uh, um, murals. And then in 2021, we had to reinvent ourselves. And in fact, I had read a, an article about Converse, the, the famous shoe brand yeah. that had done a mural campaign in, in, uh, in, um, in Poland with some paints that was purifying the air. And, and, and I, I was really into a move of how can I make the out-of-home advertising environmentally friendly for Uh, the future because you know I have kids and it's a big tendency in COVID that we have to understand that we're all linked to things happening in the world that we're linked to 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 nature to to health of course and to to the future uh, of our kids and um, so I I decided that it was the good time to create a national network of murals as i said big big uh, facades of uh, houses that we rent and that we have painted by artists by by very very talented artists and we use a paint and a finishing like in fact it's it's a coating that we put over the murals over the painting and this coating has a has a a, a chemical reaction a photocatalytic reaction The air, the coating, and uh, the lights create an oxide, a negative oxide surface on the wall. And this reacts with uh, the uh, harmful 
um, nitrates in the air. In fact, they interact with the harmful nitrates created by cars and by the industry. And these harmful nitrates have a chemical reaction between the walls and the nitrates, and they decompose the nitrates in harmless nitrates. In fact, in very little salts that are uh, going on the wall. So in fact, to, be, to use an image, every square meter of uh, our murals has the same effect of one mature tree uh, to uh, purify the air from, from the harmful nitrates and the harmful sulfates that are in the air. So it, 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 or as our, our murals are quite big, about 100 square meters, it's okay. almost like planting 100 trees in the center of the city every time we do one. So, uh, and, and this has had a lot of appeal uh, for brand makers, because as I told, brand makers are, are more and more trying to find uh, uh, a meaning, trying to be responsible for the environment because of they course. are going back into creating meaningful brands and create, um, creating a meaningful brand is very different than selling a, a two plus one free in uh, the retail store. It's like really telling a story of your brand and, and very famous brand and historical brands like, like Danone, in fact. Danone, for example, is a very historical brand and they've had a history of trying to create products that are good for the health. But yeah. for, year, for years and years, you've seen the last Danone yogurt. Mm, it's good. It's really, it's, it's really tasteful. But, but it's only recently that a brand like Danone is coming back to its roots and trying to communicate that they've been trying to make uh, products that are good for the health of a consumer. And that was part and it's still part of the mission of Danone. So brands like Danone, for example, I, I, I foresee that brands like Danone will use more and more media and not only in out of home, but also uh, uh, in, in TV and, 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 and in social media that will be uh, uh, created by companies that are respectful of the environment. And more and more companies are, are very sensible to this uh, and especially in the out of home sector. Good. Um, well, interesting, interesting uh, mural and, and concept, uh, to be honest. Um, I, I might want to go with one last but not least question uh, for you. Um, when it comes to outdoor advertising, uh, what would be your advice that you would give for a, a marketeer or the brand uh, listening to us right now uh, if they want to start or to, to, to look at their campaign? Uh, what would be your advice? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good question. I think that the, the, the first question uh, that they have to, to ask themselves if they use uh, out-of-home advertising, as I said earlier, is what do you want to do? Do you want to do branding or do you want to, to uh, 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 create sales? Um, if you want to do branding, it's because for different reasons, you're doing a rebranding Are you creating a new brand? Uh, uh, many different famous brands like Google or Facebook that's going to change in Meta or, or, or Zalando are using out of home part of their media plan to create the brand. Even Google has to create his brand. Zalando has to create his brand. Airbnb has to create his brand. All these new brands are using out of home because they are creating a brand, not because they are selling, because they are creating a brand. So yes, if you want to create a brand, 
use it in, in, in a branding way and don't try to do promotion at the same time. Then if you, if you want to do promotion, if you want to do to sell, to create leads, um, then it's very different. I think you will use smaller formats because for, for branding, I believe more in very big formats like banners on the buildings, for example, are really yeah. cool or 35 square meters are really cool. If you're doing promotion, then you're more like you're trying to sell, you're trying to take leads. And for that, I would first uh, ask uh, yourself, okay, where's your public? Where are you selling? And of course, uh, in the retail segments where you are, more and more advertising network exists, digital and non-digital, not only at the, at the big uh, uh, sales houses, although uh, GC Deco and Clear Channel are really good at what they're doing uh, for, for sales uh, for example, uh, GC Deco is really strong in Carrefour. And now yeah. uh, lately, they've also announced that they have the contract for the Deleuze, the main Deleuze. But, but also there are smaller uh, sales houses, uh, not us, that are selling um, digital media in, in some segments. Uh, Petro Station, for example, at DOOH. Uh, in Belgium, Petro Stations is, is a good segment to introduce one of your products if you're trying to sell. If you're a phone company, if you're trying to sell mobile phones, you're, you might want to do advertising only in the cities where you have shops and where you want clients. So if you're going for the promotion aspect of Audovome, I would advise to first know your consumer, know, know where he is, know which cities or even which part of the cities he is, which type of retail shops try to map that and ask to an out-of-home specialist like we have five in Belgium, we have Kinetic, we have Posterscope, we have Outside, we have Havas and we have Rapport. These people are specialists to advise you where to do your advertising, where to spend your money so that you reach your target group. And I think that's really important to know that there are specialists of out of home. It's little use to go to us directly and to ask what can you do for advertising. It's much better if you're doing an out of home advertising company to ask yourself the question of branding and segment. And then when you've made your plan and decided how much you want to spend on out of home to go to the 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 out of home specialist, the five companies I was talking about, and they will in the independently advise you to make a good out of home plan for a small fee uh, of your media budget. Obviously. All right. Well, um, we could talk about out of outdoor advertising all day, uh, I guess, uh, especially with some passionate answers, to be honest. Thank you very much for that. Thank you, uh, but we sadly have to end our show. So thank you very much for being here and hope to meet you again in live uh, real soon. Thank you very much, Vincent, for giving us some time. Well, that's all for us today. And I hope that you guys enjoyed listening. As usual, if you have any questions, requests or comments, don't hesitate to write me an email. I also invite you to check out the website 20centretail.com for more retail stories and join us next time for a new episode. In the meantime, thank you for listening.